We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back, Broncos fans, to the Orange and Blue View. Well, we're going to talk about a little about a Sean Payton uh, and his attention to the smallest details, including uh, painting a logo on the practice squad field. Ron, how you doing tonight? I am doing well, Thomas. I'm doing well. I'm glad it's the weekend, and I'm glad to be with you guys on another installment of Orange and Blue View. That's Looks right. Nice to be here. And you're traveling a little bit, so you're not in your uh, usual surroundings. <laughs> so habitat, yeah. we will make it work regardless. <laughs> you know that's the way it goes. You travel, and you got to do what you got to do when you're uh, when you can. So I'm glad you're here tonight. Uh, we're not going to do the preview like we normally do because it's a Monday night game against the Buffalo Bills. So we're going to talk a little bit about preparation and maybe a little bit about. I'd like to hit the injury report because. It's been as uh, good as you can yeah. uh, imagine over the last few years. So we'll we'll do that. We'll grab a few folks in the comments. We'd, David came in early. Dave McIlrath, our our man, saying good evening, Broncos country. Tom, real and Tom, Ron, Dylan, and Deacon Scott, eleven and six. Buckham times three mile huddle for life. Denver Broncos for life, and also giving us a five dollar super chat. Thank you so much, David, for being here. Saying go Broncos. We really appreciate. The support as always appreciate you being yes. here yes. and uh, i love that you've uh <clears throat> you still are trying to get close to your original prediction you're 11 <laughs> and 6 and you know if they can uh run pretty much run the table i'm i'm there for it yeah and, thank uh, you thank you david for coming in and yeah I'm, I'm glad you're sticking to um you know that winning record you know it's you know i, I think everyone knows that we, everyone was wanting or hoping for the playoff season and so sticking with that record david I'm, I'm right there with you again these next slate of games here aren't too bad i mean the buffalo one's going to be a bit of a test but um the ones after the buffalo game the, they're winnable games so yeah. you never know we'll see i think the buffalo game's winnable the way the buffalo bills have been playing you don't know who you're gonna get they're, you know, if you get the Buffalo Bills who turn the ball over and, you know, don't play like people expected, it's definitely a winnable game. And yeah. I, I'm going to I'm going to grab Dominic Martin here in just a second. But I want to talk. The reason why these games get more and more winnable is because the Broncos are getting healthier and healthier. Mm -hmm. Now, 
people may think, oh, well, you know, they're not that great of a team, but this is the thing. If your talent level was here and the rest of, you know, a lot of the teams you play were here at the start of the, uh, you know, start of the season and you stay healthy and everybody else starts to lose some talent, you're going to get pretty even, right? Mm -hmm. With the talent level because of injuries, because of attrition. And you're now the Broncos are going to have, you know, talent level possibly about where everybody else is if they're injured, right? So you got to consider that health is very important down the stretch. And the Broncos are healthy. They've got a few people on injured reserve, only a couple starters, and they're expecting some of those players back, you know, pretty soon as well. So they're in good shape. Dominique Martin's coming in. Mile high salute to my Broncos family, Tom and Ron. Orange and blue view rocks. Thank you very much. Quick question. If Sertan is considered the best cornerback, then why are people saying he won't keep up with digs? Mile high huddle for life. Ron, I'll let you jump in there and grab that, and then I'll give my thoughts after. Yeah, thank thank you, Dominique, for coming in. Um, yeah, you know, I I don't know. I, I think why people are saying he won't keep up, obviously, with some of those quick twitch, a little quicker receivers, like, of course, the Tyree Kills, like the Stefan Diggs. Um, you know, it may be a little bit harder for Sertan to keep up, but I, I don't think... Diggs is too big of a test. I mean, obviously, Stefan Diggs has play big playability. Um, he's able to stretch the field. Um, but I honestly think that Sertan can hold his own. Now, I do expect Sir, um, Diggs to get his yards. Um, but I, I think Sertan is going to kind of keep him in check, somewhat contain him. Um, but I, I think you're seeing that just because of how Sertan has struggled with some of the other, like I said, those, some of those quicker receivers like a Tyreek Hill. We know what he did with Devontae Adams, right? So so Sertan does have that capability of locking that receiver down. But, you know, some of these other receivers, just with that quick ability, it, it can be a little difficult. Yeah, and I, I think some of it has to do with the fact that uh, Vance Joseph wasn't really using him correctly to start out and now he's starting to use them a little bit better i don't know if he's going to follow stefan Diggs around uh you know like some of the short shutdown corners do and how he's done in the past uh but sertan's up to the task i mean he's going to get beat once in a while that's the way it is i mean every great cornerback gets beat um Mm -hmm. i'd like to see see that matchup full time you know the whole time uh monday night and really just see you know see how how he performs so I don't know why they're uh, they they don't think he can. I because I think I think Sertan can keep yeah, up with yeah. him. I think the rest of the defense has to pull their their weight. But you know we're gonna see what this this Broncos team is all about on Monday night. We're gonna see you know that whether or not that Chiefs game was a fluke or not, and, and hopefully hopefully they aren't. And going to going back to injuries, Thomas. I mean the Bills are pretty injured, yeah. <laughs> so that that bodes well. Um, for the Broncos, um, you know, with Milano out, and uh, there, there are quite a few people on defense that that are out. So, I mean, this, you know, this game is to your point earlier. This game is very winnable. It's just, again, I know they've struggled playing in Buffalo <laughs> the past few times, and sure. this is a road test. So, I think that's kind of where I'm like, this is this is one of the heavier tests for this year. But they can definitely go in Buffalo and beat them. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. We've got a couple other folks coming in early saying, uh, saying hello, Brooklyn official music. Good evening, fellas, uh, and good to see you all. We got Daniel Barry is checking in. Uh, we've got Greg Smith checking in from Facebook saying good evening, Broncos country, Denver Broncos for life. Got, uh, Donnie Claus checking in go Broncos. Good luck on Monday night. Thanks for being here. Everybody really appreciate it. Tony Gomez is coming in saying, I love our Broncos, but I just don't think they can pull it out. That's a tall task in Buffalo. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Tony. Appreciate it. Yeah, it is. That's the thing. That's what I've been talking about the last couple weeks during the bye was, we saw what they could do against the Chiefs, um, but it, you know, that's, you know, it, it could be their Super Bowl. I keep saying that. That could be the Broncos. They had to do it. They had to get that, uh, you know, stop that streak. They played really well. Everything clicked, and then they're going to, you know, kind of fall back to where they were. But if they don't, even if they go into Buffalo, it's tough to go into Buffalo and beat the Bills. It, it is, but it can be done. It's been done, you know, and. Uh, even if they go in there and they don't win, but they play really well and it's a you know close one, they don't just roll over. You know, we've got the Broncos may have something, right? And and it may, you know, you think about what we're talking about tonight. Is Sean Payton's scheme finally starting to come together? Is his plan coming together? I mean, he he apparently is a is really paying attention to the details. So mm-hmm. painted the Bills logo on the practice field, right? Playing the Monday night theme. I don't know. I mean, he's doing all this stuff, wishing he could recreate the weather. Uh, so if he's if he's paying this much attention to detail, is that going to actually happen? You know, pay that much attention to detail so that the folks 
on the field are executing the game plan correctly. They've got a good game plan. Those are what I really want to say. I don't, I, I personally, John, I don't care if he's painted the, the field or not with a logo. <laughs> what I care about the most is that the same level of attention to detail that he's doing in every aspect of the game planning, every aspect of practice, that's when it really uh, starts to come out on the field. That's where I think uh, that could happen. So, so is, you know, are they going to go into Buffalo if they win? Then I'm I'm all in with this team. I really am. I think they can they can run the table and get into the playoffs. But what what team are we going to see in Buffalo? That's the big question. And we're waiting two weeks for this after the bye, right? We're waiting yeah. two weeks. How do you feel about that? The the painting of the field and things like that, Ron. I, I, for me, I don't really care. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 glad that Sean Payton is paying you know, attention to details, getting the team prepared. Um, but it's all going to be about how the players execute um, on the field, right? It's, we we, we want to see what we saw against the Kansas City Chiefs. If the Broncos can play like that, if they can go into Buffalo and put together that, a similar game plan, then the Broncos can easily come out with a victory. Um, but I, I do like, that we have competency at coach to help prepare this team and help simulate this team for road games. Because, you know, he did this in New Orleans as well. Like Adam Chapman said that, you know, this isn't anything new. So the fact that he's bringing this to Denver, again, I don't really care about the, you know, the, the field, but it's, it's, it's interesting to see. What goes through Sean Payton's mind and how he prepares this squad to play. And on top of it, it's obvious that he doesn't think that they're out of it, right? Right. Because right. he's continuing to do these things, right? He he actually, I think that Sean Payton actually believes this team can make a run. I think the players may be starting to believe as well. Yep. And you know that that's part of it, knowing that you can go out there and win a game knowing that you can, you you know, obviously they like to take it one game at a time, but if they can go in there and take care of business in Buffalo, they're, they're actually getting right back into this because they're, like you said earlier, there's some winnable, winnable games going forward. But yeah, I don't think, I don't think the team thinks they're out of it. I mean, otherwise this, this kind of stuff probably wouldn't be, you know, it, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be talking about them painting the logo and thinking that they can go in and beat, beat the Buffalo bills. So uh, it's, I, I feel like it's a good, I mean, I was down on, on Sean Payton. I was down on Vance Joseph early in the season, but I think this is starting to trend the right way. Now, is it sustainable? Can they do it? Can they stay healthy? Those are the big questions. And it starts this, it starts on Monday night. Th those questions are going to start to be answered right away. You know, how good is this team? Can they stick, stick in this game? And I think they, I think they can, I think that they can run the ball against yes. the Buffalo bills. Oh, yes. Very well. I think they can go out there and I think Javante Williams can have the night that we've all been waiting for mm -hmm. this season. I think he can go over the century mark. And I think Jaleel McLaughlin can also have some explosive runs. And I think that's going to be the telltale sign for this team. Can they get those runs in that we think? Can they can they turn out those yards on the ground and really set up that passing game for Russell Wilson? I think they can. And I, I just I I just from what I've seen from the Buffalo Bills, from what I've seen from the Broncos interior offensive line and the running attack, I think they can go out there and churn out some yards, and that's going to be huge. 
Yeah. And I, you know, not to spoil my prediction in the round table, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I, I stated just that, Thomas, in the sense of running the ball is key. You know, I, I expect Pookie and Jaleel McLaughlin to to have a big day. You know, it's you know, it, you, you can definitely run the ball against this defense of, of the Buffalo Bills. You know, again, there there are a lot of injuries on that side and the Broncos can have a heyday. And and they're gonna be obviously opportunities for, for us to do play action off of that. But going back to what you were saying earlier and you know how this team is kind of coming together at the right time, you know, with, with the injury report, it is so great to see an injury report like this. Yes. <laughs> like I saw yeah. that early, I saw that, uh, you know, early this week, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have yeah. never seen. <laughs> an it has been a long time <laughs> since we've seen a Broncos injury report like this. It really has. And going back to that, you know, when I was talking about the roster, you know, the injured reserve roster, there's, there's three players. So there's eight, Overall, but there's three players that can come back off of that roster: Alex Palczewski, Brandon Johnson, and Greg Dulcich. So I consider those part of the injury report. They're not healthy enough to play, but they're not an injured reserve. So really, there's only five players on injured reserve, and really, I, I consider only two of them are starters right now. So uh, that and they haven't, and you know, some of them haven't even been on the field at all this year. So to me, that that is a key indicator of where this team is going to go the rest of the season if they can stay healthy other teams get banged up they can they can uh you know even if their talent isn't there like i said before they can they can make some noise i i really think they can but it has to stay that way and, and i really think the key is getting greg dulcich back and having him stay yeah. healthy i think that's a key for uh the rest of this um mm -hmm. this season if he can stay healthy and get on the field the, that's going to be a uh you know one of those offensive weapons that we haven't seen all year. We really haven't seen it because he's been injured and, and Troutman isn't the guy and Manhurts is a blocker and they're not giving Adkins much chance. So Dulcich coming back down the stretch will be very beneficial. We already got Douglas Wall coming in with a prediction. Oh. Says Broncos are going to win 31 to 17. That's a bold prediction Ooh. going into Buffalo. And that's a that's a that's a whooping right yeah. there. 31 <laughs> to 17. That's a big one, man. Yeah. But you know, I just want to. Also grab Chris Anderson. If Josh Allen catches fire, watch out. That's the thing. You know, that's what we've, yeah. we've been saying. You know, a lot of us have talked about who's, which Josh Allen's going to show up. You know, I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about, Ron. Which Josh Allen's going to yeah, show up, one? right? Yeah, we, we, um, yeah and, and that's the thing, Chris. Thank you for coming in. We, we don't know which Josh Allen's going to show up. You know, are we going to see uh, week one Josh Allen against the Jets with four interceptions? Or are we going to see the Josh Allen of old when he was able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> right. Which, which one are we going to get? We, we don't know. So the, that latter, you know, look out. You know, if, if, if he starts to wheel and deal, then it, it could definitely be a long day for the Denver Broncos. But um, we, we'll see. Yep. We'll see. And we got Tony Gomez coming in saying the run game and screen game is going to be a big factor. Their starting linebacker is out. Let's hope they can take advantage. Yeah, I hope yeah. their game plan matches for what their weaknesses are. And they might have their, I think Micah Hyde, the safety, uh, isn't maybe not looking good to play either, if I remember oh, correctly from that okay. injury report. So there's some defensive players who, 
you know, may not be able to go or won't be able to go. So what is that? How's that going to change the game plan? I still think that the, the Buffalo bills can, uh, the Broncos can attack the Buffalo bills deep when, if they pick their right chances, right? I know that the Buffalo Bills have a lot of interceptions. They've got eight there. I think that's tied for seventh, so to speak, in the league. Uh, One of the top takeaway teams. But four of them came from Sam Howe. Two of them came uh, in another game from, um, uh, I don't remember, I can't remember who it was, but so six of their interceptions came, uh, of their eight came off of two games and two quarterbacks. So I think if the Broncos can get that running game going, and they can pick their spots to throw deep. I, I wouldn't be afraid of the uh, Bills' deep pass defense anymore. I would go after them. I would I would take some shots down the field and see uh, you know see what the what they uh, test them a little bit. You know, give them a give that secondary a test to see if they can they can uh, you know run with the Broncos. That's what I and, would. Do. Yeah, and can we get Mims on the field too? You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we you're you're right, Thomas. You know we we want to see that. A, explosion we saw those first few weeks with Mims on the field. The opportunities are going to be there. You know, I, you're right. I, I think there will be emphasis on the ground game. Expect a few short, quick passes as well, but off of play action, those opportunities will be there, and they, they need to um, take full advantage of that. And if Mims can be on the field, you know, he he is a big play waiting to happen. Yep. Um, Hopefully that, that that'll help with this team, you know, moving forward. But I, I he needs to be out there on the field. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Let me give a shout out to Kevin Gray coming in saying evening to both of us and a big mile high salute to Broncos country, Denver Broncos, mile high for life. Buckham, thank you, Kevin, for being thank here. You, really appreciate it. Yeah. And William Gontolano, it's, it is funny. I'm glad that you said this. It's like, how sad is it that we're excited about an injury report? <laughs> LOL. You know, it's been bad the last few years or so when it is true, man, it, it, injuries have killed this team the last few years. Obviously the coaching hasn't been great. You know, the, you know there was some quarterbacking issues, you know, before that, but in my mind, injuries have been the biggest factor of this team just not having talent on the field consistently you know when even with the defense last year they were playing really well really well then you started seeing these uh, players go down and towards the end of the season they were not playing very well it has a lot to do talent I know that it's a team sport and you, you know basketball is a little different you can get a few talented players and you can you can do really well football same thing if you just don't have the talent you're not going to be able to hang with some of these other teams like Kansas City is the example, right? They've got a lot of talent and they stay healthy and that's why they're always winning. But you, if you get a couple key injuries to that team down the stretch, they may falter, you know, so same thing with other, other teams who you look at as the leaders in the uh, race for the playoffs, a couple key injuries will, will really affect them. So hopefully the, and you know, it's, it's, it's sad to be excited, but we have to be because it's a, it's a huge change from what we're used to. Yeah, William. Uh, going back to thank you, William, for coming in. And you know, it's it's great now that Sean Payton's come in. We we've seen a few positives, William and Thomas, of the injury report is getting slimmer and slimmer. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know the 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 you know the beating of the Kansas City Chiefs, right. which we haven't had those things happen in quite some time. So the out the positive outcomes are already coming, guys. Um, and it's just a good thing to see from Sean Payton and his coaching staff. Yep. 
Well, and I'll tell you, I would be more excited about this team right now if they had not, if they would went, had went one and one in their two first two home games there to start the season. I would have more optimism for this team to maybe get sneak in. Those two, those two losses are going to be big. I, coming down, I, I don't know. I don't know if they can get to nine and eight. Is what I'm saying. And nine and eight might get you in the playoffs. I don't know if the Broncos can get to nine and eight because of that. Had they split those games, won one of them, I think they could. I think they can get to nine and eight. But I, it's going to be a tough task. But Greg Smith's coming back in from Facebook with a question, uh, which is a good one. Do you see them carrying the ball more or less than thirty times between all of the running backs? Well, I'll I'll tell you if everything is going as planned. Yes, I see them running the ball and running even if it's a close game. Uh, you know, I don't if it's a blow. Yes, absolutely. If the Broncos are blowing them out, sure, but that's not. I don't think that's going to happen. But if it's a close game and the Bills haven't like put three touchdowns on them and they're trying to play catch up, yes, I do. I do believe that they should stick to the running game. I think, be, and I think it's because they can. I think they will be able to run against this Buffalo Bills team. And I think Javante Williams is going to have 20 or more carries, which just gives you, you know, 10 or less from the other other three running backs to get to that 30. So I I think that's I think so. Ron, what do you think? I agree. I agree. Thank you, Greg, for coming in um with this with this question. This is a good one. I, I agree. I, I do see, yep, yeah, 30, right at the 30 um mark. For the number of carries, maybe even more. Um, but yeah, what what I, I think the game plan is going to be very similar to how they did it with Kansas City, right? You're able to attack the middle of this defense and you can just run right at them. Um, and so with that, you know, you're keeping Josh Allen and that offense on the sideline. Um, with Pookie and Jaleel McLaughlin, I I, I do see about 30 times um for the carry for the carry share. Yeah. And I mean, that should be the game plan, right? Yeah. Sean Payton should be devising a game plan. I think they'd line up and run behind Quinn Miners as often as they can, mm-hmm. from my perspective. I think yeah. that they can they can churn out yards to that area of the field, get a couple big runs. I I don't see them trying to pass the ball to win in this game. I think they're down. I think there's games in the future that they're going to. That's going to be the game plan. I don't see it in this this. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. Phil McLaughlin coming in with Facebook stars. Thank you so much, Phil. Really appreciate the support as always. And we love seeing you here on a Saturday night. I know it's college football night. It's hard to get away from, uh, you know, watching football, but uh, Phil says, good evening, Thomas and Ron. So if we play D like we did against the chiefs, got to put a spy on Allen, Buckham, go Broncos, mile high huddle for life. I'll just tell you right up front. If they, if the Broncos play like they played against the chiefs, they will win this Buffalo Bills game. I they and I know Luke on the other show that on he laughs every time I say this. The Broncos dominated the Chiefs. That was a huge win. They put up more points than anybody else has put up on this season. They've they held them to more points than they they've uh, and the largest margin of victory since two years ago, Week Seven. That was a whipping. They did it, and and if they can do that against the Bills, they will beat them handily in Buffalo. Now, whether or not they can is a different story. But yeah, I like that they had uh, Benito spying on Pat Mahomes. I think it was a I think it was a good game plan. I, you know, Josh Allen can beat you with his legs, but I would rather Josh Allen 
I, I think I'd rather have him try to beat you with his legs than beat you with his arm. So I'll give up. I mean, I'll be okay with him giving up a first down or two if Josh Allen scrams for it rather than him throwing a couple bombs and getting a couple touchdowns. What do you think, Ron? Yeah. Uh, thank you, Phil, for coming in with your comment. We appreciate you. And you, you're absolutely correct, Phil. If, if this defense goes out and hunt like they did with the Chiefs, it, yeah, they, they're, they're going to win this going away. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, you know I, I, I would say this. You know, they, there has to be opportunities there where Sertan, Simmons, they come up big. If they don't even get intercept the ball, a lot of pass breakups. Um, you know, McMillan has just been excellent all over the field. Um, so this this secondary is, is great. They, they see their opportunity. And if they can continue to do that um, down the stretch, um, expect a lot more wins. And I, I like I like that as well, Thomas, that you mentioned Benito. I think there'll be certain times um, that Vance Joseph does have Benito kind of acting as a spy. I do expect Josh Allen to, to run um, quite a bit in this game. Um, but th- there will be times that Benito is acting like the spy, similar to Chiefs. But yeah, if, if the defense comes to play, Phil, you know, this game is this game is there for the Broncos to win. Right, because if the defense can keep the offense in check for the most part, the Broncos can stick to the the ground game, which right. is where Buffalo is vulnerable, the and they can they can grind it out. You know, again, I don't, I don't, I'm not expecting them to win. I'm expecting them to have another good showing, though. Right, I, I don't want them to go down three and six. That's a that's going to be a tough one to come back from. Uh, but I, I, I'm not expecting to win. I, I, but I do expect them to be respectable, and that gives me more hope for the rest of the season. Maybe they can figure out a way to, you know, sweep the Chargers or something and, and sneak into the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. I, it, it's hard for me to talk about it right now because I, you know, I still don't want to believe in this team after what mm-hmm. we saw the first three weeks. It was embarrassing. Uh, but you know, they've 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 changed it up. They've changed it around. It looks better. But I'll tell you, I'll I'll tell you, Ron and, and everybody that's listening. I think the Broncos should should try to get Josh Allen, let him throw deep because he is. If you look at his season so far this year, throwing deep, it is not very good. He has thrown way more interceptions than you know, as far as attempts throwing deep than the rest of the league has. So he's already thrown too many interceptions. Most of them have come from throwing deep. Most of his interceptions actually are from throwing that deep ball. Plus, he's not as accurate. You know, he there. You know, there's other. You know, the rest of the league is more accurate throwing deep on average than Josh Allen is. Now, you know, the, I could be uh, I, I could be wishing for something that comes back to bite the Broncos, but I I, I would just you know let him let him try to air it out because you know they could pick off a couple game a uh, couple balls if he's doing that more often than he should. Uh, especially Justin Simmons, you know, he's, he's got a, a eye for the ball. He might be able to go out there and snag one or two. Who knows it, that I, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't be afraid of it. I would rather him, you know, I'd rather him try and win it with his arm is a gunslinger and make a few mistakes and put the Broncos in good position. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I, I couldn't say it better myself. You know, I, I do expect uh, Sertan and Simmons to, um, you know, at least like the with pass breakups, get a pick or two. Um, because you're right, I in the in the games that he's played this year, yeah, those passes have not been accurate at all. Like 
when I've watched some of Josh Allen's tape, Thomas, I'm I'm thinking my head, dude, like what what are you looking at? What do you, what are you seeing? Right. You know, it's like he's throwing into a lot of triple coverage, you know, it's just like off his back foot. And I'm just like, he's just not seeing the field. So again, that can work in the Broncos' favor. Uh, you know, you know, depending on what the coverage is, you know, if he's throwing to digs, right, that might be an opportunity for Sertan to get a pick. And you write with Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons has a knack for the ball. Um, so there will be opportunities there when Allen does decide to throw deep. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, they've got to, they, they have to put it in Josh Allen's hands. I, I, the Broncos can't allow them to run all over them, uh, you know, win this game on the ground. They've got to, they've got to make Josh Allen beat them. And I mean, I'm not saying that Josh Allen can very well beat them. I mean, like, I can't remember who said it. If he gets on fire, I mean, he could easily beat the Broncos with his arm. But I would rather them put that, you know, make him do that rather than, you know, they just hand the ball off and run it down their throat. And, you know, there's nothing the Broncos can do to stop him. And I want to see a better run. I want to see, you know, that running uh, defense Mm -hmm. hold them in check. Let let Josh Allen have to sling it, and he will. You know he's going to throw. He's going to throw it into, you know he trusts his arm, and sometimes it gets him in trouble. Yeah. Phil's coming back in with some more support from Facebook stars. Thank you so much you, again, Phil. Phil, for being here and the support. Yeah. And Phil says, in my opinion, over sixteen games against the Chiefs, we could have been at least five hundred against them if we hadn't had injuries, bad luck, lack of talent, and wrong coaching. Yeah, I mean, there's a <laughs> that's a lot of things to list, but I I, I do think it's been injuries that has really um, hurt this Broncos team. Uh, they probably had winnable games, but they were too injured to have, and they had lack, lack of talent. Um, you know, even with the bad coaching, it's, it, it just still comes back to talent, right? If you don't have the talent on the field, you start losing your star pass rusher. You start losing your, you know, you know, left tackle. You, you lose these key players. You're, you're not going to be able to compete with a team that, has not lost those players, you know, that it's just the way it is, but I, I, yeah, we appreciate it, Phil. Yeah. Thank you, Phil, for coming in and you're, you're absolutely correct. And you know, the injuries and lack of talent, they, you know, they, they go hand in hand, you know, if, if the players aren't available then, then the talent's just not there on the field to execute. And we've seen that um, ever since Super Bowl 50, um, which, you know, which is before, the past game was the last time that the Broncos beat the Chiefs. So, you know, you're seeing now with this this short injury report, players getting healthy. Now you're seeing kind of how this team is taking shape. And you're seeing the talent, you know, being out in the wash. You know, you're seeing it come to fruition. So, again, the big key, if they can remain healthy, they can, you know, and if they play to their potential, if they execute as they did against the Chiefs, this team can beat anybody. Yeah. Um, but again, we we just have to see it. <laughs> you know, we're one and zero every week. One and zero every week. Take it game by game. <laughs> That's right. Take it game by game. Yeah. And uh, Brooklyn official music's coming back in, talking about oh, the Bills injury report. What we're just talking about here, they're taking away a lot of talent due to injuries. He's saying one safety's hurt. So Micah Hyde, yep, I'm looking at it right now. He's out. They're starting safety. Mm-hmm. And one of their starting cornerbacks is out too, Christian Benford. Benford. I didn't know he was the starter, but he is. He's out. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they lost their their linebacker. Um, man, I, 
I do. Yeah, th- this is a. I mean, this is a favorable injury report for the Broncos, and they have one of their linebackers, uh, Terrell Bernard. Bernard is questionable. So yeah, I mean, it's very true. So so Brooklyn Music is is talking about this, and then says Russ needs to throw some deep balls and let Judy or Mims do what they do best. Absolutely, yeah. They they that's what I was talking about. Either I I wouldn't fear the the deep pass uh, against the Buffalo Bills. But I wouldn't make that the game plan. Even right. with the injuries, I would I would right. still focus on their run, rushing attack as their game plan. Yeah. And thank you, Brooklyn, for coming back in. We appreciate you. And you're right. When the opportunities are there, you 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 know you you throw the ball deep. But again, there needs to be emphasis. Uh, again, attack their weakness, which is <laughs> again their linebacker. A lot of their linebackers are are out. There are a lot of injuries um, within that group. So attack them up the middle and that's the best way to do it just run the ball down their throats but yeah when when play act, off of play action you know when the opportunities present themselves you know if Sutton's open hit Sutton Judy Mims they're going to be those opportunities down the field for Russ to hit for sure but I think we're saying Brooklyn don't you know don't if it's not broke don't try to fix it and what I mean by that is we saw that what worked for them in Kansas City, doing the Kansas City game, was running the ball. Do the same on Monday night. <laughs> because <laughs> they can't. Yeah, because they can. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because they can't. I'm actually, I, I'm going out on a limb, kind of, not really, but I'm saying that Javante Williams gets over the century over mark. Okay. This, okay. this game, he actually breaks the 100-yard mark for the first time this season. I like it. Hopefully gets his first touchdown of the season, too. Yeah. And it's not just because they're playing the Bills, but I've I've watched Javante starting to he he keeps getting better and better. He's starting to feel more comfortable. They're starting to feed him the ball more. I think he's he's I think he's got the opportunity to do that. I think it's going to be his first 100 yard game. And if they can do that, if if they can consistently run that ball, I think they got a chance. And uh, but you're you're absolutely right. You've got to you've got to be able to get those explosive plays. They've got to figure out a way to get Mims more involved yeah they i don't know why they haven't after what he's put out there on the on the field before maybe they're just you know they 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 want to stick with the veterans and trust these veterans to go out there but they they've got to they've got to give him an opportunity they really have so thanks for coming in brooklyn appreciate it but yeah i mean it's crazy like i'm looking at the buffalo bills injury report it looks like the broncos injury reports from the last couple of years there's a lot of people that are hurt (laughs) Josh Allen's going to play, obviously, but you know he's banged up a little it's bit. Yeah. You've got, uh, um, you know, Stefan Diggs had a back problem mm-hmm. uh, pop up on Friday. He's a light participant, probably going to play, but you know, you never know about these injuries. He takes a hit, and he, you know, he, you, you never know what what could happen. So, I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely favorable. So, and we got to grab Casey Nickel here. With a super chat and oh, saying wow. we're having a boy, I will have a son. Nice. Congratulations, Congratulations, Casey! That is wonderful, awesome. uh, wonderful news. Congratulations, another Broncos fan to join the ranks. Yeah, for sure. You gotta, you know, it, hopefully uh, that that uh, your son grows up as a Broncos fan, sticks with it. I know sometimes uh, you know kids can be a little rebellious and and, and root for a different team, but. Uh, Broncos fan all the way. So congratulations, Casey, and thank you so much for the support. It's wonderful. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you, Casey. That's awesome. Congratulations. And hopefully, you know, that 
that son of yours might be the Broncos' future quarterback. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, you never yeah, know. But, but yeah, awesome. <laughs> that, that, that's great news. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, Casey. And uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, hopefully you know uh, we, uh, let us keep us informed about uh, you know when when your son's due and and uh, or when your wife's due and 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 things like that because we'll definitely give you a shout out on here, uh, you know, on uh, when we find that out and everything. So when 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 he's born and stuff. So appreciate that very much. But <clears throat> so Ron, um, you know, we've been we've talked uh, back and forth about you know, these last few weeks about keys to victory and, you know, who's going to shine and who isn't, and we're not really doing that, uh, this, this game, but do you have, have you looked at some of the, uh, some of the stats, some of the film and everything, what other than the running game, what else can the Broncos do really to, to, uh, kind of put this, uh, this bad Josh Allen out there or whatever it is. You have any, uh, any other information that we really haven't shared yet? Yeah. So I, I would say, um, we kind of touched on it um, earlier, but you know, be just again. I the defense just needs to be aggressive. You know, McMillan coming up with opportunities. Simmons, if, if they can just you know stick to their man, you know, hunt the ball down, just get a knack for the ball, um, be aggressive with coming down with interceptions. Um, you know, kind of play how the Jets played Josh Allen in week one. If they can be that aggressive, you know, I, I think this game can really go well in their favor. So I think my takeaway here, Thomas, is just defense, defense, defense. Those impact plays. Because remember, at the start of the season, you know, even before that in the offseason when they hired Vance Joseph, we all were concerned. Because we yeah. didn't know about the impact plays. And we get it. When the season started, you know, injuries came about, things like that. You know, we Fanchos have kind of had to figure it out. But now that we have people healthy, now that the scheme seems to be resonating now with Fanchos and the players, if they can just be opportunistic on defense, I think that will definitely. And, and of course, Fanchos have has to put in different coverages. Sure. Obviously, to kind of get them confused, but if they can just be opportunistic on defense, I think that's go going to help. And Phil brought in uh, a good comment here about Moreau. Yeah, um, Moreau's been playing very well, you know, in, in place of Demari Mathis. So um, I, yeah. I like I like the fact that they made that change. I think that change was needed um, because you know Mathis was just not doing well at all, but. Yeah, thank you, Phil. Um, I really want Allen to throw against PS2, Simmons, Williams, and yes, yes. This, this, this is this is what I think we're all wanting. If, if he can throw against these players and what we know these players can be, then this defense can definitely hold this Buffalo offense in check. Yeah, and I think you hit on it, uh, Phil. And thank you for, again for coming in with Facebook Stars. Appreciate that support. Uh, you know the the two changes that have really and I, one of them I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't believe it happened. It needed to happen because of what I saw in camp. And the other one I can't believe actually is a better, uh, better. So the two changes that has really helped McMillan taking over for saying Bassey. Now I know Bassey ha was the star of, of preseason. Uh, I watched those preseason games. I thought, you know, he was opportunistic, but I also thought he had trouble in coverage more often than than people would like to believe with those three interceptions from preseason 
McMillan was the better player in camp. I, I, I think that change was huge. I, I didn't, I was surprised that McMillan wasn't the starter uh, at nickel corner over him to begin with. And then uh, Moreau, Fabian Moreau uh, has been playing way better than, um, than Damari Mathis. And I was super surprised when they picked up Moreau. I thought he was camp fodder. I thought he was just depth for camp. He's playing so much better than Damari Mathis and so much better than I anticipated. Those two moves have helped the secondary immensely. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you get Baron Browning back has helped a lot as well. So these pieces are coming together, but yeah, those two, I'd love to see, you know, Josh Allen test, test them deep. Uh, I'm, I mean, Fabian Monroe, maybe not as much, but definitely test. I'd like to see him try and test PS2, just see, see what, uh, see what he can do. I know he doesn't get a lot of interceptions because he, you know, he's that his game is to lock him down, not give him any room to throw, knock the ball down, but it would be nice to see, uh, let them let's see if they can test them. Uh, because this secondary is playing light and day difference, uh, from the first, first few weeks of the season yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. definitely. But you also have to understand too, that they've kind of changed up the, they changed up the defense a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they were trying to Vance Joseph was trying to fit square pegs and round holes at times. He wasn't really running the defense. He should have been running the, that he was comfortable with. He didn't have the right players in the right uh, spots. And now it's starting to, that's starting to, to work itself out. Hopefully that continues as we see that in Buffalo. Uh, but yeah, the, just be playing together has helped a lot too. I, I think, but again, we're basing this, on the Chiefs game, you know, obviously Travis Kelsey was not himself for some reason. Some people think he was hungover from going to the, to the baseball game the night before. <laughs> Pat Mahomes was sick. So there's all these question uh, marks out there about this team still. And that's why I, I'm glad that they had the bye to get rested up. But I hated that the bye came when it did because I wanted to see what they were, you know, earlier. So now we're going to see it. Now we're definitely going to see it. Well, we got uh, Ernie Mays is coming in to say hello. Hello, Thomas and Ronnie says go Broncos and Broncos country only. Thank you, Ernie, for coming Thank in. You, Ernie. Appreciate that. And we had a question out here about Quan Williams uh, being back. And Quan Williams is not. He's on injured wow. reserve. He's not played a snap this season, and he's not going to. He's he's done oh, for the man. year, so he will not be back. Um, and uh, that I think that was a huge miss mm-hmm. early in the season. I think they missed Kwan Williams. They tried to go with the vet, Asang Bassi, who's you know had a few more years in there than than uh, McMillan. But yeah, I think they really suffered from that to begin with. And now that they've kind of made those changes and they're filling his his spot with McMillan pretty well, I, I like what they've got got going. I just got to keep keep it keep it moving. All right. Well, uh, it's a slow night tonight. Obviously, we got college football on, and uh, it's a Monday night game. But uh, just remind, I'm going to just give a couple reminders, and then we'll probably wrap it up a little early if we don't have any more comments. Uh, go out and check out milehighhuddle.com. There's some keys to victory out there by Luke Patterson. I got an article out there, Ron. I think you have an article uh, that was out recently. Uh, we'll definitely be writing up something after the game, but go check it out. Give it a read. See if we're, you know, see if we're on base or not and uh, uh, check that out. But, and also make sure that you, uh, you join the other shows because we've got uh, the mile high huddle podcast is coming up tomorrow. 
that's the last one before uh i think before the game mm-hmm. well we'll know there'll be broncos for breakfast oh, broncos but... for breakfast probably no. yeah yeah so so anyway i'm not seeing any more comments ron we can uh drop this uh this show a little early today ended a little early and uh go watch some college football if, unless you've got uh you know you want to grab something else before we uh before we end it uh no i think we can we can end it here um yeah i don't see anything thank you greg for coming in say it's a great show broncos country denver broncos for life thank you sir for coming in we know we appreciate you my man um But yeah, I think we can wrap it up, Thomas. I don't have any other comments. But yeah, guys, so this has been your latest episode of the Orange and Blue View. Um, If you haven't done anything by now, please like, subscribe, and share. And that's with all of the platforms that we have here. And if you want to keep this conversation going, you can do so. You can follow us on Twitter at Thomas Hall NFL and then myself at Ron White NFL. We'd love to talk Broncos football with you. But yeah, make sure you do that as well. Yeah, next week we will be back with the pregame show, the preview show, whatever you want to call it next Saturday because the game will be on Sunday. So uh, appreciate it, everyone. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for the support. And have a a great evening and a great weekend, Broncos fans. Appreciate it. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Oh, wait. No predictions tonight. Phil just came in the last second. No predictions tonight. Uh, well, we do have prediction. I mean, we can give our predictions. We have them out on the Mile High Roundtable. Uh, Ron, do you uh, you remember yours? Yes. Yeah, so this this one this one was a little challenging for me, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I've been going <laughs> back and forth all week, um, but I do expect Sean Payton to stick to the game plan of running the football. So as I alluded to earlier, expect Pookie and Julia McLaughlin to have big uh, a big day on Monday night. Um, and also, Sertan and Justin Simmons will be the ball hawks that they are. And I do have an interception each wow. for them from Josh Allen. And with that, the Broncos will win. Um, I believe my wow. score—I I, I forgot the score I had. I think it was twenty-seven um, to twenty. I'm looking. I'm going to look right now, Ron. Look at it right now. Yeah, your, uh, you said that your your prediction was Broncos twenty-seven, Bills twenty. Twenty. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're uh, you are you're on board with the Broncos uh, turning it around. I yep. I like it. I like it. Nice. So I. I actually, I'll, I'll do my prediction as well. The same thing I did on Mile High Roundtable. Round I think that the Broncos will have a good showing. They're going to go out and compete. I think uh, Javante Williams is going to have that 100-yard game. But it's no easy task going into Buffalo and winning. So I, I have the Buffalo Bills winning 27-23, to four-point victory. But the Broncos, you know, that doesn't mean that they're they're a bad team. They just, you know, it's tough to go beat them. And then they're, they're going to parlay that into some more wins as we as we go down uh through the season so i expect them to be a lot better the back half of the season than they were before it's just it's a tough task to go to buffalo and win so buffalo wins uh 27 uh by four points 27 23 but anyway thanks phil for the reminder appreciate it we got and phil's phil has a 27 or 21 17 but I don't know for who I'm yeah. going to go with. The, I'm going to, cause you're a Broncos fan. Broncos. Broncos. 21, yeah, 17 Broncos. Broncos. So uh, okay. let's uh, I, I hope you're right, but yeah. uh, thanks Phil. Thanks for the reminder. And again, have a great weekend Broncos fans. Appreciate it.
Thank you, guys. Go Broncos.